0: He's able to just leave the set sometimes and go out and like <laughs> buy burgers for everybody and then come back and like here's the burgers and everything. Yeah. And like, oh, you shot those scenes already. Great, you know. And <laughs> welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. Alright everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Jonathan Watkins from CinemaSins. Hello, hello. Today we're going to be doing a mini-pod. Fowley pod Of Artemis Fowl. Yeah. Uh, a movie that you can find on Disney+. Plus. It was supposed to have a theatrical release, what, May? June?
1: Yeah, I think it was... I I don't know when the initial one was. I think, if, I think it was supposed to come out at May last that they announced...
0: Uh yeah so um uh, this is a book that I guess everybody likes artemis fowl so,
1: yeah i mean it's a it's a series of books it's a uh, young adult novels and uh um i mean maybe even more like you would say more like middle school uh books um i've read a few of them with my daughter and um yeah i mean they're, they're pretty popular i would say um D- disney definitely was banking on the ip uh but mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs>
0: And that's all they were banking on too, because <laughs> yeah. this movie is terrible um there's a there's a okay, so uh, this is where Disney sort of just gets in their own way a lot of times and okay so and and the reason why we know that Disney is behind this movie more than any other creative force, Kenneth Branna directed this movie, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I saw one thing in this movie that particularly stood out as particularly Kenneth Branagh. Um, no, <laughs> it feels like Disney's you know, like chairman of the board directed this movie. Um, because it's, everything is, is very disnified. man. It's every, every little thing that you look at has to have some sort of like, uh, this would fit in our theme park somewhere. And, uh, and, uh, that, that's how we're going to do our characters and how we're going to do our special effects and how everything looks. Um, and, uh, so that it'll fit neatly on Disney plus alongside all the other stuff that looks like it.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure. No. And I think this was the right move on their part. Uh, pretty much a no brainer to put this, uh, on their streaming service. Cause this movie would have tanked, uh, Oh yeah. Hard um i didn't even look at the budget or anything for it i i, I think it's probably like a middle tier one for them but um i don't usually care too much about adaptations as far as like you don't have to like do everything the book says you don't have to be exactly like the book i don't give a shit you can change some stuff but yeah. i do find it odd when like for instance one of the things in the books you know the, in their kids books so they're not like super dark mm-hmm. but like artemis foul the kid he's he's a villain Like, I mean, he is a full on villain in the books. And like, basically the books are about him trying to become um, a criminal mastermind. Mm -hmm. Um, This movie obviously does not paint him that way. And he's even like friend. He ends up becoming like quickly friends with characters that he's like mortal enemies with in the book. It's like decisions like that I find very odd because people that haven't read the book probably aren't going to care, but why would you go? I mean, if if it's a book series that works, that's selling well, I don't know why you wouldn't at least make the characters similar. Like, you know, like I, I, stuff like that always boggles my mind. uh, Why you would change it that much. And basically I, from what I could tell, they, they kind of merged the first two books into one. Don't understand that either. And there's barely even a story here, even though they took from, two books yeah um this movie i mean it, it 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 goes by very it's very short and like it feels like it's just about to get going once it ends yeah um, there's a set piece um uh, where there, there's where i thought this was just going to be a set piece and then it was going to go on to something else and that ends up being the rest of the movie mm-hmm. um <laughs>
0: in mm-hmm. this one
1: location and yeah it's just like what is going on yeah this is whole, barely
0: a movie the whole movie pretty much takes place at this mansion that's yeah pretty at much his, it. At, yeah at his house uh it's uh it's like um you know it's a i guess it's a way more extravagant home alone almost
1: <laughs> where if, if if home alone kidnapped fairies right right
0: uh, <laughs> Um I'll tell you I, I haven't read the books I did not know he was supposed mm-hmm. to be the villain and I wish now that I've heard that that he was mm-hmm. uh, especially since that's what it seems like uh you know his dad is his dad steals mm-hmm. uh steals things from museums and crap like that um even though he does this one good thing he does right he steals artifacts from mm-hmm. oh yeah um, no, that's definitely what it, he's doing they make it seem like he's such a good guy because he helped this one Fairy out one time and, and, uh, you know, sort of gloss over the fact that he went and stole all these like priceless artifacts from museums. Um, <laughs> but the thing about this movie, uh, that's immediately just a turn off is that, like, I've seen this setup so mm-hmm. often. Um, the kid has a father who's always going out and like trying to find things and then gets lost. And that's in Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. That's in Tomb Raider. That's in frozen. Uh, there's, there's a lot of these little setups that mm-hmm. I'm just like, I, I, I've seen that set I've seen this, it a million times.
1: This was set up. This was straight up Tomb Raider without the tombs and the rating. Like, I mean, but, it, yeah. but it, 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 it's like if Tomb Raider ended, Um, when she, right before she left her mansion. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. (laughs) Right. I mean, you're not lying. (laughs) It's exactly right. Um, I had to rewind this movie a couple of times too, because I wasn't quite sure what the fuck was going on, but, um, but, uh, you know, I just, and, and, you know, a character like uh, Mulch Diggum seems like it should be a lot, lot funner. I, I do like Josh Gad mm-hmm. uh, quite a bit. He's always, he, I think he's the best part of this movie, probably. Um, yeah,
1: his his uh his his uh vocal choice was interesting. Yeah. Uh, he and kinda did like a Batman thing. I didn't really get, but it that's was fine.
0: The, but you know what? So does Judy Dench. Judy Dench That's even
1: weirder. That almost felt like they did something to her audio. Yeah. I think they I don't did. know if they did, but but that was
0: a bad choice considering uh you already had a character that talked like that in the movie. Yep. Yeah. Uh so that so yeah. it, there's moments where you're hearing him and her for a pretty long period of time. And it's like, why is everybody doing a thing here? <laughs> why does everybody have to be doing a thing?
1: Um, and, uh, but yeah, but nothing, I can't think of one thing that works in this movie. Like maybe Josh Gad, maybe. I don't even think that's enough. No, he doesn't
0: but. really. I mean, he's, he's, I mean, he's good at doing what he does. I mean, there's yeah. a, uh, I, I think there are a couple of moments, some character moments that come off pretty good. The, uh, but uh, yeah. I mean, overall, he's. I mean, that character doesn't work the, very well.
1: The effect with his mouth is actually kind of creepy. Like when they do, yeah. he's a tunneler and he eats all the dirt and stuff. Like that was actually kind of interesting. But like that's, I'm, I'm, I'm pulling.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you you really have to mine for things that are good in this movie. Exactly. You really have to do a lot of uh, a lot of like you know. Uh. So, and um, I, yeah, go.
1: Oh, I was going to say, and I, I, I mean, I do not like judging, like it's hard to judge child actors, but, uh, Ferdia Shaw plays Artemis Fowl. I've never seen him in anything before this to my, to the best of my knowledge. Um, it looks like it's his it,
0: feature debut.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. I didn't even, I didn't catch that. But, um, and a lot of it has to do with the script, I think, but like, he's not, there's nothing about him that really stands out yeah um he's not like i'm not sitting there like yeah he's a hero <laughs> like, right. that i'm gonna follow for well, multiple that was, movies i
0: think that's my, my my main real big issue with this movie mm-hmm. is that they don't really develop him enough uh leading in they they just like casually mention school's not for him he beat a chess champion when he was seven uh you know he <laughs> he did a couple of things that were cool and then they go right into the whole thing where he's he hates his dad, Colin Farrell, because he's always leaving. Uh, it, there's nothing about what you just did that makes me go, boy, I'm going to follow this guy into a movie. Yeah, yeah. And, and, I had and,
1: forgotten for a second that Colin Farrell was in this movie, by the yeah, way. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's easy to do. Um, but like but like there, there, we don't have any real character development with him. Um and and then he's suddenly thrust into the action because um <laughs> Laura McDonald who plays Holly Short uh is a is a fairy who is is trying to uh clear her dad's name because mm-hmm. her dad's a, a traitor and and everything and we don't really see anything uh, uh until she gets involved in the action we don't really see anything about this character Artemis Fowl mm-hmm. that makes us go I really am rooting for this guy. I want him to find what yeah. he's trying to find and everything. It, before we even get to that point, he's thrust into some action he didn't ask for.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is an F, man. I mean, I can't, I can't give it anything. <laughs> I can't give it anything higher than that. I'm sorry. Like it, it barely functions as a movie. It, it, it a weird comparison, but the turning was something oh. that popped into my head. Oh, Cause yeah. Cause these are just like, it just, it doesn't really feel like it has, I don't know. It just barely functions as a movie for me. So like to me, and like, I can't think of anything that works. So I mean, to me, that's an fi am going to,
0: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to my guns about yeah. that. I think, I think in spirit, uh, I'm giving <laughs> this an F, but, uh, I'm going to give this a D, uh, because I still think that F is reserved for a movie that just is atrocious you. on a different level. And like this one, is is definitely bad i think it goes along the more forgettable route than it uh than anything but yeah it's not good no it's
1: i agree with you it's forgettable like it's not offensive or anything like i've seen some people like on twitter and social media like talking about just how offensive it is like it's not offensive like it it in fact and it didn't feel long or anything it wasn't i mean it, it felt really quick in fact like you i had to rewind a few times because i'm like did i miss something yeah, because uh, it feels like this movie's winding down, and I don't feel like anything has happened. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's it's absolutely nuts. But I don't really know what to talk about other than stuff that we probably need to talk about in spoilers.
0: So. Yeah, we'll go into spoilers. There's not much to talk about. I mean, yeah. and we've kind of glossed over the, the the plot of this movie. But let's go ahead and go to spoilers on this.
1: She's kind of Luke's what? father is actually Darth Vader. He's She's the sister and the
0: She's daughter. The no, 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 Lord. no, 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 was- no, 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 no. I'm reading the books. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's not much uh, that we haven't. I mean, we know that we know that Colin Farrell goes to find something, mm-hmm. and we don't know. Uh, and then he he disappears. Like the Artemis Fowl sees this on the news. He mm-hmm. sees uh, his ship. Uh, has, you know, his, uh, what is uh, was it was. Was it like uh it wasn't was it shipwrecked or what did it I can't even I, remember? I can't remember I be really. honest. He he sees what happens. His 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 dad is missing after the, the ship was found and he's not on it. Um and Yeah, uh, and so he
1: didn't and he didn't know he didn't know what his dad did, right, at this point.
0: I don't think so. Yeah. And uh, the news it. is saying that he's stolen all this shit and and uh you know um he's wanted for that. And there's a
1: Hobbs and Shaw voiced character, <laughs> it's like, or we just see that we just hear the voice, uh, or I guess we do see the person that's. Oh, mean the,
0: yeah? There's like uh, that. Uh, like, ho- it's almost like a like a druid or something like that. Yeah, like, they're
1: like hiding the identity. Like it feels like purposely they're hiding the identity, and you just hear like this kind of computerized voice almost coming from it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and I guess they. They never reveal who that is, do they? Nope.
1: No, you get to find and that out in that, that sequel. I'm sure it's that's coming.
0: It, yeah, it's, yeah, the sequel's definitely coming. But like <laughs> they had this, uh, um, yeah, it's almost like they didn't know who they were, were going to cast for this. So they just kept it a secret. And mm-hmm. it looked like it was going to be a big reveal, but they, they don't even, I don't think they even knew. Uh, who they were going to? Yeah, you here. don't
1: get like the what was that movie where you get the like the Ed Norton reveal? Oh, was that Alita Battle Angel? <laughs> or like it's Ed? It's Ed yeah. Norton at the end yeah. of the movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. But yeah, it, it, that that whoever this is, I can't remember the name they gave that character. I, um. But uh, he that he or she, uh, w- wants to take over the world. This is another thing. I'm so I. I'm so tired of taking over the world and that even
1: feasible. Like who would want to do that?
0: I know taking over (laughs) the world, not only taking over the world, but like, uh, you know, it's that same sort of like, uh, that, uh, it's that Magneto philosophy, right? Mm -hmm. Where, where like we're magical creatures and humans are below us. Why are we the ones hiding? And, and all that. And like, okay, all right. So you want world domination. Got it. Um, and the only way that they can get it is by getting this artifact of some sort and they they said that artifact's name probably 500 times but i don't remember it right now <laughs> I don't remember the name of that artifact they were looking for but uh but the fairies have the, lost uh, it it's
1: the aculos
0: the aculos that's right um they th- colin farrell has uh been entrusted with the aculos uh by um by the uh, one chick the holly shorts uh dat mm-hmm. and uh, i don't know how they originally set up a meet with <laughs> him and the ferry don't know how that happened but apparently colin farrell was able to figure out that a ferry would show up on the uh i the, the little island or whatever the hell he lives on and he was able to meet that person and trust they 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 started to form a bond and the guy was like I need to give you the mm-hmm. aculos because there's a lot of bad people down in the underworld who want it and want to use it for themselves and <sighs> shit like that um yeah judy dench has like this uh this one guy who keeps running around and uh Uh, is always antagonizing her for her decisions. Yeah. That was needed. Yeah. It was very much needed. And, uh, (laughs) and he was, uh, and he's always like, he's the, he's one of those guys that like, he doesn't have any real power, but he has, some sort of authority from some other higher i i don't know how that yeah. even works. no I, I, I was like who is he other it's than like the dude the, in the other than the person in the hood who is he answering to that's It's the, like I, he's
1: got the he's like the fairy version of the guy that's got the board's ear like whenever like the like the high oh, yeah. up person, like the ceo or whatever is being a problematic or doing things and you've got the guy that's got the board's ear and right. trying to turn the vote. There,
0: yeah, but we don't, yeah, that's the thing, we just don't it's see a crazy. board. We don't see yeah, any other, no. the only person he, he like reports to is, is uh, the, the person with the weird messed up voice.
1: Yeah. yeah and,
0: yeah. and I'm like the weird, the person with the weird messed up voice is is no person of authority. Yeah. So what, is, why does he keep going around saying you better watch out and all this we Yeah. We'll just call like, him
1: Volder, Voldemort Jr.? Um, yeah, he kind of is. Because they, they do, this movie is very, it's also very Harry Potter yeah um, it's men favorite... in black oh god yeah let, let,
0: favorite... let, let, let's put, let's just say what it is it's fucking <laughs> men in black these fairies yeah, that's what true. they're doing what they're doing is they're making sure that there's no other fairies or any magical mm-hmm. creatures that can be found by people on the, on the surface and their whole job is to go and stop time so that they can go in like basically flashy thing, all mm-hmm. the uh, neuralize all the people who have seen the magical creatures, and then they come back. It's it's Men in Black, and, 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 and was there anything like that in the book of Artemis? Yeah, Fowl? I mean,
1: I mean, I mean the the general idea that like nobody knows about all these worlds and stuff, and like there is, it's different how he finds out about it. Like it's mm-hmm. not like because that's my favorite thing about this movie is that. Uh, or the most I mean most and then when I say that, I mean, the most ridiculous thing right. is that his dad has told him all these stories growing up and has given him all this information like if you ever meet a fairy, this is what you need to do to stop it blah, blah, blah. right and then at some point told him it's all bullshit. yeah, and so because there's there seems because there's and so that I think that factors into why he hates his dad too, I think, because like his dad lied to him for years or whatever. And then in this one moment where he gets to like I don't remember how he talks to his dad or his dad somehow gets in touch with them. But I just remember Colin Farrell just before he gets off, whatever the thing is, he says, it's all true. No, and then yeah. immediately he pulls a Harrison Ford and, <laughs> and that force awakens. It's all true. Yeah. It's all real. Right. And then immediately Artemis Fowl is a badass. Like he's, yeah. He remembers everything he was told, so he knows. Like he comes up with all these plans about kidnapping this one fairy and then using her as negotiations with the other fairies. And- right.
0: Like I said, <laughs> this is that's it's just a it's thing insane. where they it, they've crammed too much into this one movie. Absolutely, it's, it's an the hour same and a thing half. with Dark Dark Tower, right? Where they were mm-hmm. they tried to cram a uh, seven. That's books a good comparison into one thing, and this is two books in the in an hour and a half movie. um, uh, there's the, I, there's something I don't know what it is uh, uh, when a movie like this gets made where they just decide, eh, we don't need to do the things that we do with other good movies when we make this. You get Kenneth Branagh directing the movie. I, I, it seems like, it seems like there would be somebody like there had to have been some other, there's gotta be some other issue, some other factor that we can't figure out that makes a movie like this.
1: Even his like worst stuff where he's kind of gotten himself put into a franchise, like uh, like something like Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. Like that's Mm -hmm. not a good movie, but like, it's a movie. Like, I mean, there's a beginning, middle and end. You can see what they were trying to do. It just didn't work. Right. Um, you know, it's like a C or C minus or whatever, but like but here it's uh, yeah, I don't need, I I wonder if this was just like if he just gave up and it was taken away. I don't know what happened. It's crazy. Yeah. Or like Thor, like Thor's not very good, but Thor is definitely, you know, miles ahead of this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, he's done he's done uh, a a few of these uh over yeah. the years and I'm pretty sure it's, you know, Uh, he, he's kind of doing the one for one for them, one for me type of thing. Uh, but the only one for me that I can think that he's done is, is murder on the Orient Express. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and it doesn't seem like he's doing a lot of those for himself. He, he could be at a point where he's like, I just would like to have a lot of money and, Mm -hmm. and, uh, be able to, to share that with my kids or something. I mean, he could be at that point, nothing wrong with that. It's just that I don't get a person with that much talent making a movie like this.
1: I I don't, I mean, I don't either. I I feel like he was like, uh, there was some movie that John Carpenter randomly made, like in 2011. It's terrible. It's called the ward. And I, I read some, like some people that were working on the set said Carpenter was basically just sitting off to the side playing video games. and was just like, yeah, whatever you guys want to do today. Mm -hmm. I almost feel like that's what Kenneth Brown was doing.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, it it, doesn't feel like, like, the That was the thing Kevin Smith was talking about in one of his uh shows that he goes around and mm-hmm. and uh one of for lack of a better word one of his stand up shows where he was talking about being a director on supergirl and um <laughs> and uh and talking about how you know when you go in when you're hired for a job like that. Uh, you know, everybody kind of just knows what they're supposed to do. Everything's mm-hmm. just been, everything's already been storyboarded. Everything's like ready to uh, maybe not storyboarded, but like everything is just sort of like they know what they're supposed to do. The crew knows that they need to do this and that and and just make the episode. And so he, he, he jokes about how, He's able to just leave the set sometimes and go out and like <laughs> buy burgers for everybody, and then come back and like, here's the burgers and everything. Yeah, and like, oh, you shot those scenes already? Great, you know. And and uh, and uh, and and it's the way it feels like for a lot of Disney movies now. Like even the 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 MCU and everything like that. Everybody kind of knows what they're supposed to do at this point, and mm-hmm. they just go and do it. And then a movie like Artemis Fowl, which again. I don't know how in the hell a movie like this gets made with the talent involved, but it feels like that's exactly what it is. It's like someone at Disney says, I need this and this and this and this in the movie. And if all of that's in the movie mission accomplished, Yeah,
1: it feels like that John Peters thing, right? Like I just, I want a spider.
0: <laughs> yeah. I want a giant <laughs> spider. <laughs>
1: And I mean, that's the thing. I mean, like the characters in this movie are from the book and, you know, like, I mean, they get the character names, but like none of them feel like the actual characters like remotely mm-hmm. and just how. But and it's weird because it's like you've got like stories already written. Like, yeah. that's the thing that always kills me with some of these. Um, You know, you go back and watch like, I mean, they've 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 done a lot of these where they've, you know, tried to adapt these series and they just, you know, fell on their asses. Mm-hmm. And you're just, it's just crazy. It's like you've got like multiple books to choose from and multiple stories to choose from. And you kind of just do a weird concoction on your own and it makes no sense.
0: Yeah. You print money. You have, you have the, you have a dominance over the, the, uh, the film market. And, and the idea that you can't just make whatever great movie you want to and have the time to do it. Mm -hmm is absurd to me. I I again all this stuff that we have brought up about this movie makes me wonder what's what was the x factor that made it turn into this? Was it Disney had an idea of what this movie was going to be and too many people got in on it and they mm-hmm. screwed it up? Uh was Kenneth Brana like uh you know, he didn't he didn't like the changes that were made so he just made whatever bullshit that they had on the script and didn't worry about it. Um, you know, there, there are a number of things that could contribute <laughs> to this. Somebody who was creatively disgruntled in some way. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine this is the movie that they envisioned when they first <laughs> said, let's do Artemis Fowl." No, I it can't be.
1: You get, you feel like Brano was like, I was going to say, he's probably just on set, like prepping death on the Nile. Yeah. While they're, while they're, I mean, while you might not be far shooting. off.
0: You might not be far off on that. Um, <laughs> Not only prepping death on the Nile, but like, you know, like uh, he's going to come up with his, he's already coming up with his, like, I don't know, uh, name another uh, Hercule Poirot uh, adventure. He's probably already, you know, he's he's probably uh, doing another one of those already. He's got the screenplay
1: going. Yeah, he's working on the Five Little Pigs screenplay. Yeah. Um, But... um, Yeah, it's crazy, and it's not even, like, one of those, like, interesting, like, failures, like, something like David Lynch's Dune. You know, it's not even that, like, where you can watch that, and you can see, okay, I see where this kind of went off the rails. Like, Mm -hmm. I can see what was going on here, but, like, this is, yeah, this is just, like, they just, it's, uh, it's like somebody tried to do a paint-by-numbers drawing, and completely fucked it up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they (laughs) drew outside the lines, and they, yeah, I don't know.
1: I don't know how I don't it's hard to explain how bad this movie is. Like it goes beyond just being like uh, I don't know. It just like you said, it is very forgettable. That's that's maybe its biggest flaw. But like it's just it's it's such it's so barely even a movie that that always just shocks me.
0: Yeah. As soon as uh, Holly shows up to uh, like try to find the Aculos and everything. (laughs) um the the whole movie is there at that mansion the rest of the time and and uh the the fairies come by and they they want yeah. to they want to do their thing of course artemis fowl already has an answer for everything that happens in this movie yeah uh like you were talking about and and uh and by the end of it that's where they still are they're at that mansion oh. there's like one little thing at the end where cuz uh they they do the framing device where uh Josh Gad's character is, is caught at the beginning and he's the one telling this story. Mm-hmm. And again, we don't know how he knows all the things, all the details of the story, but he somehow does. And then by the end of it, he proves to these people who have uh, captured him and put him on some weird, like fucking ocean uh, yeah. prison <laughs> thing. Um, that, he, that, you know, that, you know, he, he proves to them that magic and fairies are real by the end of it, which, I mean, I don't know why you do that, uh, especially if you're going to have if someone's going to come by and uh, uh, break you out of prison and everything. Why? Yeah. Why would you spill the beans like that? Like, that's a story you tell when you're trying to get out of like you're trying to Mm -hmm. prove your innocence. Um, (laughs) And and instead, he just gets broken out of prison (laughs) after he gives the whole thing away. Why does Ardenus Fowl break him out of prison? Like, why are they friends? Yeah. Like,
1: what what happened to where? Because he like breaks into his mansion, and yeah. then it's like he tries to rescue what was her name again? Holly, Holly Goodlightly. What's her name? Holly Short. <laughs> Holly Short. He tries to rescue Holly Short. That doesn't work out, and then he just kind of stays there. Like he's just like okay, and yeah. then they just. <laughs> he just stays in the mansion and then I guess they become friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just None of it makes any sense. It's none. so weird.
0: And, you, I feel like there is a good movie somewhere that they could yeah, have made. No, I know.
1: And the books are fun. I mean, you know, they're, they're kids books. I mean, you know, and I'm, I'm 44, but I mean, they're, they're fun. Like they're mm-hmm. uh, Stephen King. I know has talked about them. Like he's praised them. Um, in the past, um, you know, they're, they're well-regarded. Um, and the, like I said, we read like three of them, I think the first three, and they were, they were a lot of fun to read, but uh, mm-hmm. there's definitely, you could make a good movie out of it. When I, when I first heard they were making the movie, I was like, oh, that sounds like that could be fun. Yeah. Um, and then once all the, it started getting moved around the schedule and then Disney plus, I was like, well, it's probably not good, but,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and finally, there is. The, the, Here is another thing about this movie, and, and I don't. I, I don't mean to like keep talking about a movie. No, you're fine so much. Uh, uh, and, and I do kind of want to wrap this up, but yeah, uh, there is another character in this movie, uh, Juliet, played by uh, uh, Tamra Smart. She's mm-hmm. a character that gets introduced as one of Artemis's friends, and uh, basically just gets lost in the movie uh (laughs) never never does really much of anything after she's introduced except randomly pops back up randomly uh, pops it back up she has a little quirky scene with holly when she's being in when she's in the prison yeah Uh, but uh but this is another thing this movie does that's really bad and i think it put it on a different kind of a level i'm surprised like i said this movie's forgettable so i'm just now remembering Mm -hmm. that there are many moments in this and I know that mulch diggums is telling the story and everything, but there are multiple moments in this where he introduces a character. Like he's like, that character is going to be a big thing. And then they turn out to be nothing. There's a, they're talking about how, like there's one point where they're talking about how reading the fairy language is difficult because it's encrypted. Mm -hmm. And And he's like, that's because it was encrypted by this guy. And they go to the underground and there's this guy who's like an underling to Judy Dench Mm -hmm. who, who is apparently their computer guy, I guess their IT guy. I don't know. And Mm -hmm. like, uh, and, and, and they introduce that character. And I was like, uh, so is this, this guy's going to be a big deal by the end of this movie, (laughs) right? Introduced him. Like he's a big deal. No, no, he's not, he's not a big deal. Not even the encryption itself is a big deal, yeah. Um, And you know that they it 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 gives you the illusion that he's telling this great story with these characters, these these Mm -hmm. awesome characters and everything. And then like doesn't pay off when those characters just end up don't doing not doing anything by the time it's over. And you're like, why'd you why'd you go through that big long introduction if they weren't going to be anything anyway?
1: Yeah, I no, I know what you're saying. The whole uh you think it's about the dad, but it's about the kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly how he sounds in that too. Well, you think it's about the dad, but it's about the kid. Um, so and he
1: loses that inflection a few times. Like oh yeah, just he sounds like he just sounds like Josh Gad. A I think that was, times. yeah,
0: he does. That's right, he does. I remember. <laughs> yeah, I think him it's when he's
1: talking. I think oddly enough, it's when he's talking to Judy Dench. So I'm not sure if he just starts sounding like Josh Gad or she just out Batman
0: something. I have yeah. no idea could be but no you're right there is a p- couple of moments where i noticed that the josh gad came out of him and like, the it's like Bill
1: mel gibson's australian accent popping <laughs> up for a second
0: right 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 <laughs> um okay guys is there anything else you want to talk about on this movie no no we okay. good guys what did you think about the have you seen this movie if you have a comment on uh sincast presented by CinemaSins on facebook we're also on cinema twitter music video sins twitter uh, SoundCloud and Discord. And if you want to get on Discord, you can uh, go to our Reddit page and find the link on the right side of the page. Or you can go to Facebook and private message me and I will give you a link there. Where can people find you, Jonathan?
1: You can find me on Twitter at SamLumis13. You can hear me almost every week on Behind the Sins with Danae Hughes and Aaron Dicer.
0: All right. Well, that's going to do it for this mini pod. It's Chris Atkinson and Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit CinemaSins.com.